Welcome, 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 one and all, to the Friday edition of the Extra Point Show. You know it's Friday, so you know my right-hand man, Mr. Michigan Mike Michael Hasso, is in the building. What's going on, Michigan Miguel? What's up, everyone? Got that basketball warm-up on, so we're ready to go. Indeed. The, the, our motto from here on out is go blue or go home. Although... <laughs> Although we've yet to hear your bracket picks, which I cannot wait for. I've been waiting for this episode all week long. Um, Mike, I know we were talking about this off wax, but can you just let the people know what you've been up to today? Just as like a little personal flex. Uh, Where did you just come from, Mike? I went to the chiropractor and then I got some new speakers in the car. So got that done. And, and, and y'all, he got that done and he ain't even used his stimulus check yet. I mean, all of us. Needs a Michigan Mike on our team. <laughs> Look at him like, no comment. I know Stacy's listening. Hey, sister-in-law, how you doing, Stacy? <laughs> Love you. Stace, go blue. All right, Michigan Mike, we got a ton of sports to get to so we can get you back to that big, luxurious TV that's behind you on the wall back there. Nice setup by you. Um, We're going <laughs> to – nice. Give the people an inside look. This is like MTV Cribs gone virtual. Yeah, man, Florida just took the lead, so excited about that. Nice, and we are definitely going to get into that and much more. But, we, Mike, I would be remiss if I didn't start off with the, the biggest story that's going on in sports right now, and that's the ongoing um, plot twist that's going on with the Houston Texans franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Now, the, when you first put me up on this earlier this week, um, it was just one person that had accused him of sexual misconduct. Then it was two. Then it was three. We wake up this morning. Now it's seven. Uh, the last time I just checked about 30 minutes ago to say that it could be up to nine. Nine allegations uh, before yeah. the weekend is out. Mike, now, uh, now I know we like to see the best of people and we live in a guilty, I mean, innocent to proven guilty society. At least that's how it's supposed to be. But nine allegations, Mike, mm. that's a lot of smoke to not have any fire. Let me ask you this, yeah. because we haven't seen the details yet. Um, you're a general manager of another another franchise. You and your team have been putting together a compensation package to acquire um, Watson. What are your thoughts now if you're uh, an opposing team or another team that was looking into possibly putting together an extensive package for Watson? What do you do now? Um, I mean, there's not going to be that many teams, in my opinion, looking for him right now. I think it's hard because no one knows what the commissioner is going to do. Um, we can all speculate, but I think everyone has to snooze on that. I don't see him right. uh, being a factor in the league for much longer. Now, now expound on that, like a, a factor in the league as in a player or an effective player or that he may be done. He may go to jail. What do you mean? Um, all of the above. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, I mean, this isn't something to play around with. I mean, I right. honestly don't get it because you're one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Um, we've been – everyone in the sports or the NFL world has been hyping him up like, hey, come right. on, release him, like let him go. Right. Um, he's been fairly quiet. I've been quiet. one of them. Right. I've been yeah, one he's of been them. fairly quiet, um, kind of keeping low key and letting his talent work for him. Um, I mean, you're a millionaire. But but you're doing this on the side. So it's kind of like it doesn't look good. 
I know there was texts that were just released, what, this morning or yesterday or something like that. It doesn't show too much, but it doesn't look good either. So It does not. Now, um, I agree with you 100%. I hope that his career is not over because of this. But like you said, um, these allegations, uh, this isn't a barroom fight. This isn't, mm. you know, a fender bender where you got mad road rage and went socked the other, uh, you know, driver. This is very, very serious. And even if it's not in today's time, the only reason why I was hoping it wasn't true, because that's one, two, three, seven, mm. nine women who didn't have to be subjected to, to this type of behavior, because that's unacceptable in any era, in any time, not even just in the Me Too movement. And um, I think if it was just one time, I mean, we, we make mistakes. We are human and especially being held to this pedestal and maybe he needed right. that rude awakening. That's right. one thing. But if you got right. multiple, like, nah, like you, like you jigsaw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this sounds kind of calculated and premeditated, at least on the surface. I mean, we just keeping it real. Now let's flip it over to inside the Texans locker room. Now your quarterback, the one who's facing all of this pressure now, has been badgering you, has been telling the entire world that he no longer wants to play for your organization. Do you? What do you do now with him? Do you hold on to him? Do you wait for the commissioner to step in? Do you release him? What do you do? I think the Texans took a bigger hit on this. I mean, like all the, the stuff aside and the allegations and all that set aside. Um, I mean, they're the ones that really took a hit because they were just kind of holding him out there to see what kind of bids he was going to get. Right. Um, and I mean, honestly, they were going to get a lot of uh, picks for him and future picks and whatnot. Right. right. That's what the future was going to be. Right. Now, um, I don't I don't see that happening right now. So Texans are going to be pretty, pretty weak for the next five years or so. So if you're a Texans right. fan, sorry. Right. The man has been a bad year for Houston sports. Um, now, let me ask you this. Do you think that. The the Texans who just signed, um, oh my God, Mike, please help me out with it. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. They just signed him to a pretty decent contract. I presume to be the backup or the heir apparent should they trade him. Do you think that this was a situation to where they kind of saw this coming down the pike and now they got their plan B in case he's on the commissioner's uh, exempt list uh, come August? Uh, I mean, you're trying to have me speculate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I bring you on here for, Mike. I don't I want to see the good in everyone and organization. Uh, I'm not saying that they knew for I mean, of course, they probably know knew first, but uh, I'm going to say that they just knew that they were about to get rid of them mm-hmm. and uh, they were kind of setting this up as a backup. Right. Because if you're if you're the, the Texans, you're absolutely right. This is the worst possible scenario. Now, you can't move them. You could have moved them and let it be somebody else's headache for them to deal with and pay him all that money and, and, and all that. You didn't move him then. You may be stuck with him. And like you said, this may be the precipitous fall, like we dare to say, like a Michael Vick or like some of the other uh, people who've come down the the, uh, the pike and had uh, got derailed with something off the field and never quite made it um, back. Um, now, Brandon said it was a great uh, backup plan to get Tyrod Taylor. I'm a fan of Tyrod Taylor as a backup. As a three to five game stopgap, if you if your quarterback needs their knee scope, but as a Titans fan, he puts no fear in my heart for uh, to be competitive. Right. Yeah, and that's coming from a weak defense. So there you go. Right. <laughs> hey, you know I'm still I'm still reeling from last year's defense. Um. Okay. So 
I don't know if y'all saw this last night. And and Brandon is right. They just made a, a trade for a backup QB. Deshaun is going on the commissioner's list. <laughs> yep. He's going on the commissioner's list. So wow, this is this is gonna get much uglier before it gets better. Um now speaking of ugly, you know, as Michigan fans, we we always love to see Sparty looking stupid. They looked stupid last night, but um, but the the more than them losing the game uh to UCLA in the play-in, there was an incident between Coach Izzo and one of his players named Gabe Brown, um, heading into the locker room at halftime where Izzo was going Izzo, you know, grabbing and jerking and running out to the middle of the court to to greet the player. The player returned with equal and even more aggression. It 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 made its way up the, the tunnel to where the, the player basically turned around and kind of bowed up to the coach, stopped him in his tracks as he was chasing after him um, up the uh, tunnel. Now, that created a firestorm on social media last night. Um, and I wanted to get your thoughts, Mike, because you're a current day father of kids who are going to be, if they choose to, will be going into athletics pretty soon, whether regardless of the sport. And you also played when you were a child in a different era. Now, the everybody was making a big deal about Izzo. And, and you know, you can't do that anymore. He was in the wrong. What are your thoughts on that coaching style? Does that still work in 2021 with Generation Z? Uh, absolutely I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Gen, Gen Z is very um, uh, emotional when it comes to that type of thing. And they kind of have a bubble. I mean, we all have a bubble. But we also give respect where it's due. Um, right. And so, like, if it's working – um and the coach kind of grabs you like like come on shake like get out of it type of thing like that's that's always happens you know it's not something right. new um now gen z yeah they don't they don't do that i mean they either you know fight back instantly or they go tell somebody and then they, they tell somebody and then they kind of yes. from there right um, but yeah that coaching style isn't isn't going to work this year or gen z's it's not, and 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 I, and I will use this as an opportunity to to toot Michigan's horn because it seems like the Jawan Howard has done a great job of communicating with this generation Z because he has kids that came up playing in the AAU circuit with these same age players. Um, uh, Tasha Tasha shouts out Go Blue says Generation Z ain't having that. These kids been spoiled. That's another show for another day as far as that goes because I believe that I need you both on camera to talk about that because you're both active parents. And and with parents that grew, I mean, kids that grew up in a different generation. Um, my thought on that, Mike, is, um, you know, we came up when we were playing Pop Warner Little League. You you mess up, the coach could drag you off the field by your helmet. <laughs> your parents yeah. sitting right there in the stands. You know, yeah. I, I remember um, playing Little League football uh, one particular Sunday and my grandparents were there. Not only was it my parents, my grandparents were there. And the opening kickoff, we kicked the ball off to the other team. They marched it right down our throat. Score. He pulled all of us on the field, and we doing push-ups, man. Like, <laughs> it was so humiliating. Gen Z would have got him fired for that. Um, I don't know if yeah. I'm just a – I know, I know, Mike. No, I, I mean, no, you're absolutely right. I, it's just different. It's a different way of communicating. It's a different way to get inside their head. So for the, the newer generations, it's not about, like, I'm going to yell at you to get you hyped or to get you out of your mind. It's like um, you have to talk to them in a way that to lets them know how they're letting their team down or um, a way that you're like, man, if you don't do your job, this is how it affects the whole team. 
And so that's right. the way kind of kind of talk to him. And I think, yeah, Howard's doing a great job of just communicating that because he doesn't yell necessarily mm-hmm. on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He's more like the disappointed father type look. And it's like, oh, yes. Okay. So, yes. so I, I like the, how he's transitioning. And he's always been a player like that. You know, even when he was uh, coaching for the Heat, like he's mm-hmm. always been like that. So it's good. It's good to see him work in the, the college atmosphere. Right. And I think that 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 you could start to see a gap and it started this season with between Michigan and Michigan State, although they, they did win the flu game at the end of the season of the recruiting between the two, because players will be more apt to the style of a Howard than that old school Barney Rubble, Fred Flintstone, bang you over the head type style that Izzo has done and been successful with from, for the majority of his career. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said. Um, there is a, a shut the hell up a recipient that I had just got to shout out real quick. Draymond Green. Draymond. Now, right during this little scuffle, when, when Izzo started trending on Twitter, Draymond immediately lashes out, of, fires off a couple of tweets. I will read them verbatim. The first one says, typical Michigan State exchange, move on, relax, in all caps. And then right after that, he said, that's what winning looks like. Did he delete the tweet? <laughs> Cole takes exposed. Um, he has not deleted the tweet. Not only did they not win the game, they they were in the playing game. This wasn't the, the regional final that they lost. You didn't even make it to the round of sixty four. So that's not what winning looks like. And and that your style, that Izzo style that you employ, Draymond, is the reason why Golden State no longer has a dynasty with KD. You wanted to get in KD's face like Izzo and call that man all out of his name. And, and KD got in his Gen, Gen Z feelings and dipped. We all know that's what happened. So, like, <laughs> KD ain't no Gen Z. He, he's not, but, he, but, but he's he's a, he's, like a, he's, a, he's a soft millennial. Let's call it what it is. Tasha behaves. <laughs> Michigan is in the house. Uh-huh. Love it. Um, yeah, the the, the Fuji's, um, the Wolverine Fuji's are in the house. Michigan Mike, Tasha T. Sizzle. That's how it's supposed to be on a Friday on the extra point. That's how we get down. Now, Mike, last week, you came on here and you set the template because every guest that's come on after your show last Friday has agreed with you. Now, I want to see if you still agree with yourself. Last Friday, I asked you who was the best team in the country heading into the tournament. You said Illinois. They went on to whoop ass all the way through the conference tournament, <laughs> win yeah. the conference tournament, win the number three overall seed. Has anything happened in the conference tournament or in the last seven days to change your mind about that? I mean, we can go over the picks if you want right now. <laughs> oh, you we're going to get that. That's called a tease. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Now, I'm not asking you who's the national champion this year, but I'm asking you, are they still the best team, in your opinion, heading into the tournament? Yes. I agree. I agree. Now, I know they like the first take type of, of sports journalism to where I'll fire off a couple of other teams. But, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. They have no holes, no weaknesses, unless they just show up not to play one day. Um, but we will get to your picks. It could now, happen. They're, they're, it could. They have a little youngness in them. So. Right. And, 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 and that's where we're at now. There's a couple of upset specials that could be brewing right now. Number 14, Colgate, is down by two points to Arkansas right now, 56-54, with just under uh, 10 minutes left to go in the game. Michigan Mike, do you have any upset specials to be uh, on alert for this weekend? 
Um, this weekend, I I like this uh, this year's tournament because I do believe in a lot of the the upsets or like the 11, 12 seeds type of thing. Draw us um, out a couple to look forward to this weekend. I have uh, Winthrop going pretty far. Really? Now, who they play in the yeah. first round? Uh, who do they play? Let's take a look. I don't know. I don't remember who. Oh, uh, Villanova. Oh, in Gonzaga's bracket. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so you got. Okay. All right. Um, just to play fair, I have uh, Georgia. Uh, I'm sorry, Georgetown. I have <laughs> I have them beating Creighton. Um, oh. So that's okay. one of my upset upset. I, I like that one. I like that one though because they're they're. Uh, you know, what we said is kind of going through that hot streak. And they have a hot streak right now. So I, I think I, I have that one too. Okay. All right. Okay. So that, that's not one that uh, that, that surprised you. Um, I'm looking at now. We have Florida State. I'm sorry. We have Florida and Virginia Tech um, that are battling it out. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a, another one here that I have that's um, – um, question, who do you have between uh, North Carolina and Wisconsin? I'm just curious. I have Wisconsin. Uh, I have a lot of uh, Big Ten homer picks on this. Um, <laughs> but I, I do have an upset um, for one of the games that's going on right now, which is Utah. All right, let's hear it. Utah State against Texas Tech. So, Dear basketball gods that hover above us in the, the sweet white clouds over Texas, please don't let that be an upset special. Or else my $20 is going up in smoke. Why you have Texas Tech going far? Oh, I got them going far! Oh my God! Oh, man. Come on, I already told you about SEC and Big Ten. You did. No, you did, but I don't know why. I just, I just kept clicking. I think I got them in the Sweet Sixteen, so that could be ugly for your boy. Um, <laughs> that could be ugly for your boy. Um, who's the first? No, okay. Let me ask you this: Do you have all number one seats making the Final Four? No. Who's the first one to exit? In your bracket, I think it is Gonzaga. I believe so. Okay, I'm not All a believer right. in Gonzaga, and I know there's quite a few people in the brackets that we did um, that are picking Gonzaga to win. I'm not a believer yeah. in that. Now they have a potential second round um, up um, matchup between Oklahoma or Missouri. I think either one of those teams could clip them. Um, early in the week, I, um, Virginia was one of the teams I looked at that if they could uh, slow the game down and play a defensive-type game, that they could give Gonzaga some trouble. Um, I didn't like the fact that the NCAA put teams that they've already beaten all littered through their bracket. Yeah. Like, why are you just trying to just just gift-wrap them a Final Four appearance? Like, yeah, okay. Well, okay, we, we, we get it. I will correct – I'm going to correct myself. I do have Gonzaga and Baylor both losing at, on the same, uh, I guess, the, what is it, Elite Eight? Now, y'all, let me let y'all take a peek behind the curtain here, the, the extra point curtain. Me and Mike have been going back and forth at it about Baylor all year long. One of our – like, if he is right, which I hope he is because he's been right more times than me uh, over the course of this last football season, damn you, Tom Brady. Um <laughs> if he's right, my, my bracket is busted, y'all. Don't listen to, to another pick I give. <laughs> yeah, you probably pick all number ones, but I actually have Kansas beating Gonzaga and then okay. Ohio beating Baylor. Okay, I have um, 
I think I got Kansas going out way before then. Like, you got me really sh uh, shaky about my bracket now. I have USC beating Kansas in the Sweet 16, um, and I have Baylor beating Ohio State. I, I mean, believe, I, think, I believe. I think that's why the March Madness is such a, a thing, because you watch these conferences. Like, we watch Big Ten a lot, so we know what that looks like. But these other trash conferences, and, yeah, I said trash. <laughs> Uh, when they play against oh, no each punches, other, Mike. when they when they play against each other, it's like, wait, which trash weighs heavier, one, one or the other? You no, know? Brandon, who is a who is a a student at at Oklahoma, he's not sold on Kansas, and I I get the beef there. I get yeah. the beef. We just got through banging on Sparty, so I get it. Um, that's one of the great things about the tournament because. You do have those conference alliances, but then some of the rivalries are just so bitter that you're like, I want you to lose. I was going for UCLA last night just because Sparty beat us uh, two Sundays ago. Anyways. I was totally against Michigan throwing that last game and just because they, they needed that win to get in. Right. They threw that game. You were right. And you said that they were going to do that before the game just to give you your props on, on Wax. He did. He said, we're going to just throw that game. They're going to go up there and just try not to get hurt and then just come get on out. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so without any further ado, Michigan Mike, and I haven't looked at your bracket because I was waiting to do this live. Your okay. final four teams in this year's tournament. Let's hear it. All right. I'm going to set it up by saying I'm very much like Natasha. So I, I feel like four <laughs> brackets out, but I'm going to give you the one that I filled out for the, for the money bracket. So my money bracket, my money bracket, I have Kansas, Michigan. Wow. Okay. And then Ohio and then Illinois. That's my fault. So basically four. it's the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I I think um Michigan is gonna go a long way just going off of coaching. Um and I foresee them losing in the final four. Um, to Kansas. Yeah. I foresee Mike. that. Mike, now <laughs> I'm about to tell on you. Now <laughs> Six, seven years ago, we're sitting in AT&T Stadium watching right. Kansas, the number one seed Kansas, play the number four seed Michigan Wolverines. We're getting drugged the whole time. I'm distraught. My head was in my shoulders. I wouldn't even look at the last five minutes of the game. Mike's sitting there like, man, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. We're getting trolled by a bunch of Kansas fans the whole time. Yeah, ball don't lie. Yeah, I remember that. We're ball don't lie. Yeah. Mike just being very calm. Oh, we're going to come back. Oh, we're going to come back. We came back. <laughs> and that, I think that's exactly why. That's exactly why I have that matchup. Uh, they're going to get a rematch on us. Um, and then it's going to – another reason why um, Michigan-Illinois just seems too perfect as a rematch, and I don't want us to lose against them again. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have Ohio against Illinois with Illinois winning and then um, Illinois finishing it out with the championship. Wow. And that's, and the thing is, you stand on brand because even before the brackets came out, you said that Illinois was going to be a problem. Um, yeah. My final four, um, I don't even want to give mine now. And Brandon, since you're in the comments, give us your final four as well. Now, my final four is totally different. I have the Zags getting through the, their bracket. Um, I, don't shake your head, Mike. I got the Zags getting through their bracket. I have um, Luca Garza. Oh, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hold on. I think that's my final four. Oh, you got no, Iowa. no, 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 no. 
Yes, that is my final four. Okay. Um, I've got no, no, no. Wait, where this CBS bracket is 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 tripping me out here. I have yours oh. pulled up if you want. Yeah, pull mine up. You have the all number ones. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> I do. Like I, I went chalk like a mug. Um, now that that see, I did that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all this. I did that because Michigan Mike, when you get into his paid brackets, them people be knowing what they doing. So I figured if Michigan, since I always pick Michigan to win, that's who I got winning the championship because I do that every year. I figured if I'm going to pick Michigan in a competitive bracket like yours, I might as well have some number one seats in there to offset so I can just, like, hopefully, like, just be in there long enough to get to the Final Four weekend. Um, Now, Brandon says he has Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan with Illinois. Oh, I don't want to hear from y'all. Y'all banned from the show. Um, but I ain't gonna lie. In our ESPN bracket, Mike, I got Illinois winning it all. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, so with Michigan, do you think Isaiah Livers is gonna come back? Um, no. And no. you don't think he's coming back? Hell no. So who steps up in his place? He said, "Hell no." <laughs> who steps up in his place, Mike? Um, as far as possession, because we already know the backup was his name, Brandon Junior or whatever. Um, yeah, bro. you mean you mean AKA travel, right? Yeah, man, that boy. Brandon Johns Jr. is not the answer I want to hear right now. He averages yeah. what four or five turnovers a game, um, at least with six touches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think if they were to make it to the Final Four, Hunter definitely has to evolve as a player and like pretty quick too. Um, right. I know some people were talking about him going and being uh, going to the NBA after the season. That ain't no way. Uh, he still has a lot. Are you talking about Livers or Hunter Dickinson? Hunter, Di- Hunter Dickinson. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Dickinson. Okay. Gotcha. No, Livers is for sure going. That's why he's not going to come back. Um, uh, I think. I, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, Michael Finley. Yeah, he need, he's going to have a good. His name good. is Chandy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> For the people who who may think you're talking about Michael Finley's son, <laughs> Michael Finley Jr. is gonna have a good tournament for sure. Y'all, Google Chandy Brown. He looks just like Michael Finley, like like back when um when he was running real tough with the Mavs. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. him. Now T Sizzle says no one takes his place. The whole team has to step up, and Juwan has to do a hell of a coaching job and keep the team rolling. Here's what um what I think about that. And shouts out to Steph checking in. Um, here's what I think about that. Do not forget, America, that this is the number one defensive team in the league in opponent's field goal percentage. We Even if we do drop off seven, eight points a game in this tournament, we still can turn your water off. Right. We can turn your water off now. Johns, he's a turnover machine. Brown is streaky from the three. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's absolutely not. He's a defensive player. He's a he's a uh, uh, Rod uh, Rodman out there. Yes, and he's going to fight for rebounds. He's an energy guy. Um, Eli Brooks can step it up as far as the handling the scoring load. Um, uh, Austin Davis, I think that that he's going to play a much bigger role. Maybe slide him over to the four, play him with Dickinson some because he usually only plays for him. Um, so I think I really think. <laughs> she said Billy Ocean. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so I still feel really good about Michigan. I know the national pundits are killing us. 
They um, have to they have to guard the three point line better too in this tournament. That's true. That's a true. A lot of good three pointing she- uh, teams, and that's one of our weaknesses. We don't necessarily cover that area very well. Uh, so I think we have to trust Hunter and covering the down low in the paint and getting right. those rebounds. But we got to cover that three point line. And and I want y'all to now this name. There's a uh, there's a brother here that's going to put their family into the college football annals and his name is Franz Wagner I think that if Michigan makes it to another final four see his brother was the catalyst um before if if Franz plays like the NBA talent that he is when he's aggressive and attacking the basket because he's already got the three-point shot when he attacks the basket like he did against Iowa and was just a, a, a pick and roll nightmare and then he can he can dish it off to um uh to Dickinson when they decide to roll out on him Dickinson has got to get a 12-foot mid-range shot. You got to come back another year. But I, I, I really think – oh, Big Mo, that was his name. I couldn't remember Mo. It was Mo. Um, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Mo for getting us to the championship game. If, if I think Wagner – I think he can – this is his time to step up and become a national spotlight player where I think he can literally average 25 points a game in this tournament. You know, I I like I'm, – I'm having fun with this year's uh, team. But it just makes me more excited for next year's team. I mean, imagine Bronze back, Hunter back with three All Americans. Like, <laughs> that's oh, crazy. and shouts out to our boy Hunter as a as a uh, as a freshman second team All American. <laughs> shouts yeah. out to the to the big boy. Um, right to are they. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get you two on together because y'all know y'all stuff. This is excellent banter. Um, so Michigan, Mike, for the people who just joined in, you have Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan, and Kansas. Yep. With us losing to Kansas. You just said that in front of the whole world? Yeah. I mean, it might have been a mistake, you know, clicking all the buttons, you know. <laughs> but, but I can't lie, you know. It's on there. It's, it, as long as it's not to Kansas, because you know the whole the, – the, they will, like, party outside of the arena if they don't let them in for Kansas to get another crack at us in a tournament. <laughs> like, you kidding me? <laughs> that would be absolutely dreadful. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I, we had to get Michigan Mike back on to give his picks after he gave us all some great insight um, into picking out our brackets. Good luck to each and every one of you on your brackets. Um any part uh, shots? Any part thoughts, Mr. Mike? Um, no, I'm. I'm honestly. So I'm gonna be watching these upsets happen live uh, right now. There's a lot of good ones coming up. Uh, Utah State is up at half by three. Um, so, oh my god, called that live. <laughs> you really uh, did. <laughs> uh, Arkansas is pulling away from Colgate. Sorry, Colgate. Oh, um, well, it was fun while it lasted. And then we got a tie game right, you know, right now, Florida and Virginia Tech. And it's in overtime with three minutes left. All right. So we're going to get you all over to CBS so y'all can watch the end of the Florida-Virginia Tech game. I need Florida to get me on the board uh, today. So go Gators. I'm also sending a shout-out to Knoxville, Tennessee. I want the Vols to do well since they're on the opposite side of the bracket of the Wolverines. Don't do that, Mike. Don't do that, Mike. Mama watching. <laughs> You know mama's a ball. <laughs> Don't do that. 
do that. Um, when you so, in the booth, you got to tell the truth, you know? <laughs> when you're in the booth, you got to tell. That's the mic drop walk off. So on behalf of the mic drop Michigan Mike, it's your boy PL. Y'all enjoy the games. We will see y'all on Monday. Go Blue. Peace.